0: I'm Nathan Gould Hi, I'm Lazarus Kromos And this is The Back Pig, A brand new football podcast Yet another one, Nathan Yet, Yet another, another one, one. indeed That's Just right. because the world needs another football Absolutely. podcast Absolutely
1: <laughs> And they need this one The world needs this podcast The world needs this
0: one <laughs> This is going to be a weekly podcast where we talk all things Hmm. football, both locally here in Australia and overseas, but for the next couple of weeks, we're going to go straight into a special. We haven't even done an episode yet, week, we here we are doing a special. Episode zero or episode
1: (laughs) slash one, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I think it's a good time to start with a series that we'll call Destination Doha. There's a World Cup around the corner, unusual time of the year, looking forward to it from a purely football perspective, but we know there's a lot of controversial issues which we'll cover off in. Perhaps we'll do a separate podcast on, uh, you know, going down the da- going down the line. However, uh, let's get into the first podcast at the back peg. So let's aim for the back peg right now and go Group A. Group what do you a, think?
0: Why not start at the top? Why not? Top of the list, Group A. Yeah. A fantastic group on paper. Some tight matchups here. We have Qatar, Ecuador, the Netherlands, and Senegal. Some big champions there. We have the Champions of Africa, the Champions of Asia who are also the hosts of the World Cup, of That's course. That's right. And we have the Netherlands who are into the Nations League finals.
1: Tell me, what do you think, Nathan? I think that uh, FIFA should have, amongst the many other things that they should have and could have done, I think that they could have stepped on everyone's toes here and just gone, you know what? Group A, kicking off the World Cup, let's kick it off with the highest-ranking team, with the highest FIFA-ranked team, with the Netherlands, versus the hosts, instead of the salacious prospect that Qatar and Ecuador brings to the fore
0: tell me about it because (laughs) Qatar and Ecuador it is quite possibly the least interesting matchup in the group but perhaps the way they've done it is they want to give Qatar the best opportunity to win their first group game remember in South Africa 2010 you had the hosts against Mexico had that Mm. fantastic moment the Bafana Bafana commentary goal for Shabalala Uh,
1: goal for the Africa yes goal for for the continent yes Africa absolutely
0: goal for all Africa yeah Uh, they're trying, I think they're trying to make a fantastic moment for everyone there in, in Qatar.
1: Uh, look, obviously it's the luck of the draw. When it comes to the World Cup draw, FIFA obviously want to maintain the integrity. We don't want to admonish FIFA or you know question their integrity at any point in the future, shall we? However, <laughs> uh, that being said, all jokes aside, uh, I, I think that, um, look, it's a World Cup. Good way for the host nation to start. Perhaps Ecuador could spoil the party. You don't know what's going to happen there. But look, I think... As we go uh, go through the the podcast and go down the the destination the destination Doha series we'll look at how the teams are qualified and obviously we'll do that with group A and what their current form is and noted players and what we think their prospects are and how far we think the teams run and we'll uh We've got a Dutch football expert, as it so happens, with Nathan being on the being on the podcast as well and being a member, of, you know, a founding member of our podcast. So that's uh, so we'll try and get a, uh, an expert for each group. But basically, well,
0: so we don't have one for
1: this show then. Oh, Nathan, you're the expert. <laughs> Come on, don't be like that. But essentially, what we'll uh, what what we're looking at doing is um, we'll go through Qatar's prospects. I think for a start. I think they're the host nation. We know how they, they how they uh, ended up hosting the World Cup, albeit in in questionable circumstances, of course, to say the least. Uh, however, uh, they are the AFC Asian champions, so they're the champions of Asia. Good, you know, strong form to to a uh, strong claim to uh, to their World Cup credentials. However, uh, looking at their recent form, it's not that great.
0: No, it's not really. They no. had a 2 draw with Chile in the last international break, a side that hasn't made it to the World Cup. And a 2 lost loss to Canada. Yes. Uh, a side that not many will be fancying the Canadians for any major success in this year's tournament.
1: You know they lost to Croatia under 23 as well. That doesn't make for good viewing. No. So we, we hope that come the 21st of November, which will be 3 a.m. here on the 21st of November, some of these well,
0: kickoff times, Lazarus, the, the problem with having four games a day, you've got some healthy uh, times for us here in Sydney watching the, the games at 9pm, but then you've got mm-hmm. the 3am and the 6am games as well. So Yeah, look, us World Cup
1: tragics will be up watching it, though. That's, yes, I think that, I'm turning nocturnal for, for a couple of weeks <laughs> in November, December. That's right. <laughs> that's right. So, yeah, we've got Qatar and Ecuador kicking off the World Cup on the 21st of November at 3am. I think... And traditionally, hosts tend to make it out of the group. So there's nothing here, even allowing for their poor form of late. There's nothing here that uh, would suggest to me that they may not exit, like uh, progress out of the group in second. Um, So you know, their draw, they've got Netherlands last. So they've got the two possible gaps, although Senegal being the Afcon champions. You know, will provide uh, you know will provide a a huge test for them as well. So four points, as we've seen in the past, can get you out of a group. Then it comes down to goal difference at the end of the day. And
0: uh, you mentioned having the Netherlands Netherlands last. That does put a lot of pressure on that very first game in Ecuador. They have to be ready. They have to hit the ground running Mm. and get three points from that game if they do
1: want to progress to the knockout stages. Mm. Yeah, look, I, I think that they will. I think that they will. It's time for the first prediction. I think that they will. I think that they will uh, beat Ecuador. I think that's where they'll get their three points from, and a point to come out of either the game against Senegal or the game against Netherlands. So it's the first prediction, and
0: we're already disagreeing. For mine, I think Qatar uh, will beat Ecuador on day one, but then they'll lose the games to Senegal and to the Dutch. So you think they just end up on three points? I think they end up on three points, third place yep. in the group. So no, that's fair. Uh, Senegal going through for mine. I think they beat. Um, Qatar and Ecuador okay. go through in second and right. Dutch to win the group possibly on uh, 7 points but uh, I'm going to say 9 ok so
1: the Dutch on 9 yep no, that's fair I think I think that uh, we haven't even covered off uh, their play so a play to look out for for Qatar whilst we're on it is Al Moez Ali who's a 26 year old forward who plays for Al Duhali in the Qatari league uh, we've got a couple of Australians in the Qatari league as well do we now yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll cover that off, but uh, I Sainsbury. Oh, has he gone to he's, Qatar now?
0: He's has playing Qatar. He? Oh, I'm well, pretty, there you go. And
1: people can fact-check this. Yep. Feel free to, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that that's uh, pretty sure, just off the top of my head, that's correct. Uh, yeah, so al Ali is a player to look out for with regards to that. Look, I think that the draw actually favours Qatar because when you look at it, they're not expected to get a result out of the Netherlands game. So get the three points under the belt straight away against Ecuador. I don't see Ecuador actually progressing. Even though they qualified you know, uh, as one of the uh, top four South American nations, uh, you know, uh, surprising against uh, Peru and Australia obviously having to, to qualify against Peru, I suspect that, uh, that Ecuador won't make it out of the group. Uh, I suspect that uh, Senegal... Oh, gee, Senegal-Netherlands will be one of the... Well, Someone's going to miss out. I, I can't see it. It would be a long time. We'd have to check it out, but I, I can't recall the, off the top of my head the last time a host didn't make it into the knockout phase. It has been a while. Uh, uh, like a, but think of it, Italy, though- USA... These are all big teams. Yeah, they relatively. are. Relatively. Yeah, they, well... They're, they're all going to be pop one, pop two teams in a normal yeah. World Cup draw. Netherlands and Senegal would be, yeah. Yeah, Qatar being... Yeah, not being a powerhouse. Mm. But AFC champions. Let's not forget that. Yes, and there is a bit right. of a tendency to underestimate some of the mm.
0: countries within our own confederation. But yeah. Qatar are a good side. They They showed their prowess when they went to the... Copper America, yeah, yeah, Copper America right. championships, yeah, yeah a few did. years ago now. Mm, mm. Uh, they made a good showing. They yeah. didn't really get too far in the tournament, but yeah. very difficult for someone not from South America to. Yeah, the world and the look, as
1: Australians had an opportunity, unfortunately due to COVID, they 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 um, couldn't uh, didn't partake on on that invitation. However, uh, I think that you're right. I think that experience would definitely help the Qataris longer term, and I hope that the Australians uh, are invited again in the future in the cop America. I think it'll be a good thing. Uh, I think that, though, I think Qatar and Ecuador, yeah, I think that's the money game for for Qatar. And it's worked out well for them. Uh, I think that the, the draw is actually, even uh, us criticising FIFA, albeit tongue-in-cheek, with regards to Qatar playing against Netherlands first for, would have been a great kick-off to the World Cup. But, uh I think uh, this works out uh, well in their favour, and they've actually brought the World Cup start a day forward. They Did have you know that? Yeah. that. was only that's, a couple of yeah, weeks ago that they right. changed
0: it. Yeah, uh, it seems bizarre to have it so close to the start of the tournament to change the date. Mm. People would have flight plans and hotel accommodation, mm, mm. and that may throw some people into this array, mm. uh, being a day earlier, but it is going to be a special day for everyone there in in Qatar. Mm. The first World Cup in the Arab world. Yeah. yeah. And they would want to get off to a winning start. It will fall very flat with the significant controversy that we've alluded to already. So what are you calling the score though? qatar Ecuador. I think they have to win. There's a lot of pressure on Qatar to win. Mm. I think it's a disaster for Qatar, for FIFA, for the entire World Cup if they don't win this game because this is the one where everyone's expecting them. Okay, show us what you can do. Yep. They have to win. I'm going to go for a 2-1 win to the
1: host I agree. in this game. Yeah, no, I'm with Purely you. Purely for those reasons. They can't afford to drop points in this game. Yeah, I'm with you there. I think 2-1. I think 2-1. Uh, and then, look, but what a... Conversely, the next day, on the 22nd, you have Senegal-Netherlands as a first up. That's a big game. Whoa, that's, that's good enough to be a knockout game. It, well, yeah, any other World Cup, perhaps it is. You know, round of 16. What a great game, and we know who Senegal's uh, star is to look out for, and that's one Sadio Mane. Yes, a player who was
0: uh, recently left Liverpool, where he had so much success, headed over to Bayern Munich. Started the season reasonably well, and uh, he's not alone in the Senegalese lineup. There's some fantastic players everywhere else in the pit, around the pitch as well. They're a strong, yeah, they're a strong in, in net with Edouard Mendy, yeah. uh, Koulibaly in the centre of defence. Uh, they are. For mine, I think they will qualify second out of this group, and I think they might actually have a bit of a run in the back end of this World Cup as well. I think they get through a couple of knockout games as well. Yeah,
1: they've dropped one of their last seven going into this World Cup. Right, so they lost at home. Yeah, they lost at home to Liberia in the African uh, uh, in the African Nations Cup qualifiers. Beat Bolivia in a friendly. Uh, yeah, beat Bolivia in a friendly in the last round of friendlies, and had a one-all draw against Iran, who we'll cover off in our next podcast. Being fellow World Cup participants, but if you have a look at, uh, like you said, I mean, you look at their side, and it's just strong all the way through. You know, it's, it's just a, just an amazing, an amazing. kulabali at the back. Who hasn't started the season particularly well at
0: Chelsea? But he has a fantastic pedigree both at club level prior to this season, at least, and at international. But I think a big talking point and a big thing in Senegal's favour is that in recent memory they have fantastic tournament experience. They mm. won the African Cup of Nations. Mm. They are the reigning Afcon champions, beating Egypt in the final. The same team who they beat. Same team. on the route to yeah. Qatar twenty twenty two. That was
1: dramatic. That's so it. dramatic. It was a dramatic Afcon uh afcon tournament and a dramatic african nations qualifier there with you know world cup qualifier there with egypt and uh, unfortunately and I, we might actually do this maybe later on players that won't notable emissions from the world cup with Salah in egypt i mean you know people would have thought that uh, egypt would have qualified as one of africa's um, top qual. you know top nations there but uh, unfortunately not to be the very nature of African qualifying mm.
0: for World Cups you have Egypt and Senegal going yeah. head to head yeah. two yeah. sides that on their day could make the last eight of a tournament yeah. and you've got them facing off in qualifying to even get to the tournament in the first place it, it is uh, amazing and coming up to the next tournament in 26 there is going to be more teams involved and I hope a lot of them go to the African uh, section of qualifying because some of these teams are too good not to be there So how do you think senegal Netherlands plays out? I think it's a very tight game. Uh, It could definitely go down as a a draw, a one-goal win. I can't see the Netherlands blowing Senegal away or the reverse. Going to put it down as a a very
1: narrow win to the Dutch. The Dutch are a very strong team. The Dutch are. are a very strong team. And you look at it and you look at their recent form. Jeez, they haven't... The last game they dropped, and I was having a look at it earlier today, before we came, uh, it is middle of 2021 against the Czech Republic. That's a, so they've gone a year undefeated in all football. And they played some big teams as well. Just the last in the last international break, they, they have.
0: knocked off Belgium. Yep. They've beaten Germany a couple of times in the Nations League in recent years.
1: Well, you've got, well, they had Belgium, Poland, and Wales who have all qualified for the World Cup, right? And they've won that group convincingly. So they're. You know the, the Nations League is much derided, but you know they're one of the top four from League A, so they'll be playing their uh, middle of next year. And you look at their side and you go, well, Van Dyke at the back, yes, questionable at the moment with his form, bit patchy, but class always is permanent, and he's a class defender. There's no doubt about that.
0: That's the thing about Van Dyke. Is it? Do you think the case that he's saving
1: himself for the World Cup or? Has his form really dropped off since his big knee injury? Do you think these professional players actually look at it and go, "You know what? I'm just going to hold myself back. I've got bigger things to to do for my nation later on in the year." Jeez, that that'd be hard to carry off from, you know, for a series of months leading up to this tournament. Yeah, look, it it, it might be in the back of their mind because he not be the Euros right? through injury. Yeah, that's right. But so this is probably his one and only chance to go to a major tournament at the peak of his career. Yeah, I think this. I think this is his second last tournament. I think that he makes it through to the next Euros. It would. Dep- he's got a lot of football now to play though, because the Dutch have made, like we said, into the uh, Nations League final round. So his summer, his European summer next season is taken up. That it is and uh, the Euros are not far away as well. Plenty of football ahead. Yeah, so it's throwing everyone off with regard to the World Cup. I I do like the World Cup actually being where it's placed this. I know that, yes, Qatar, and like I said, we'll cover it off in another podcast, right? But I actually think it's a great thing for football right now to have all these players in the middle of their season, essentially. I have all the top talent based in Europe. We acknowledge that. South Americans coming to the end of their season, so they've... You know, somewhat close to the end of their season, they might, right? Because they normally go the calendar year. So, it's actually quite an interesting dynamic to have the World Cup placed in the calendar where it is. And yes, it's throwing everything off as far as you know future tournaments and what have you are concerned, and the way the football's been played in other leagues and what have you. But there can be no excuse from the Europeans. No,
0: certainly not. Yeah.
1: Often we hear that yeah. it's, uh, oh, it's, it's been a especially long the grueling English. season. We've picked
0: up a lot of knocks here and there. Yeah. And we're not at our best. We're not primed yeah. and ready for the World nah, Cup, especially the English, right?
1: Which we'll cover off <laughs> next next episode. But I, I think that I think that uh, this Dutch side, Bergwijn, Berghois Claassen. I mean. They got just class well over the park and delict. Jenny one Adams a big loss for them. Yeah, he's not is. going to be able to make it to the tournament. It picked is. up an
0: injury at the start of this uh, football cal- uh, football season. Uh, the captain of the side, great player, great football brain. Even mm. though he is coming to the end of his career, he's still a linchpin of this Dutch team. Mm. Uh, a weakness for mine is at left wing back. Uh, under Louis van Gaal, there's been plenty of success with this shape. I think if you are starting Daily Blind there, he doesn't really have the pace to affect the game in the way that his the, manager would like.
1: They're playing a 3-4-3, which I guess, you know, daily Blend is effectively, for want of a better term, playing left wing back in that, well, left midfield, but essentially the three goes back to a five, right, in, in, in defence. So, yeah, it, it's... It, yeah, look, that's a fair concern. That's a fair concern. They've still got quality, and... It really is a toss of the coin to be honest when it comes to who comes out of that group. I'm blocking Qatar I am a first outland like I said probably the second outlandish core right but I'm blocking Qatar because the hosts always get through and we haven't had it at hand you know I look we've just mentioned Italy USA um, France ended up winning it so if we go back to ninety even 86. Right, the hosts have always gone through, to and even more face. recently, you've got right? Germany 06, yeah, you know, uh, Brazil '14. Yeah, they've all they've all gone through. So, and that's why I think that home factor is Qatar is a lock second, right? They don't they don't win the group, right? Well, straight out. The thing is, there's a big prize for winning the group because it would
0: mean a first knockout game against. We, we can assume, a spoiler for the next episode, that yep. England's probably going to win Group B. It'll yep. be a disaster if they don't. So you've yep. got a round of 16 tie against either Iran, the USA, or Wales. Mm, mm. That's very enticing and a massive carrot to win this group. Getting mm. through to the knockouts is not going to be enough.
1: And that's why whoever wins this group, either the Dutch or Senegal, because I think one of them miss out, right? I know that you disagree. You, you, you know, but I think, like I said, history is on the host's side here, and, and I can't see how the host doesn't uh, doesn't get through I think that the Dutch actually just get through I think they knock over Senegal I think this opening game it, this could have been the World Cup opener yeah this could have been the World Cup opener right if they've Mouth changed ordering. the day yeah. right Change you've changed the day right you've changed the order Get this to be the opening, seriously. Like, this is such... And I think it, this game is lost the next... Because, obviously, Group B kicks off the next day as well, right? Because there's three games the next day on the 22nd. Or the night of the 21st. Uh, I, I... This is just such a great game. Great game to, to kick off uh, their campaigns. The toughest game for them to kick off their campaigns as well.
0: You know? Yeah, the loser of this game really has a bit of an uphill battle. Oh, yeah. Because we assume we're both predicting Qatar to win against Ecuador and so and it's Qatar-Senegal if Senegal were to lose against the Dutch then they've got a real fight to get
1: something on the board against Qatar uh, who will probably have their tails up and at that point at that point let's say you know as it plays out the Dutch knock over the Senegalese Senegal zero points Qatar let's say three points they share the spoils that day then it goes into the final goes into the final round Netherlands on Qatar. six points mm. in effect, right? Because I agree with you that, yeah, that they, the, the Dutch will probably go through on nine.
0: Yeah, I think any less than seven is a disaster. Maybe in the last oh, they match, can today, they six. can play for a point. Yeah, and and you know. that's
1: where I think seven comes in, right? Yeah. And I think, that, I, I think that Qatar, you know, the, the Senegalese with the pressure of having to chase, perhaps, that's how I see it playing out that they need a result from the second game. A draw keeps them in the hunt, but I think I would rather the points on the board. That's important. You need you to know. get off to a good start. And if Qatar are you know, already on three points and Netherlands are on three points, and geez, you know. It, it's, it's just, mate, it, look, it is a really underrated group. I think it's a great group, to be fair. Yes, Ecuador aren't that appealing, but... Ask ask the uh, Equ- Ecuadorians and see what they say, and I think the South Americans have got great respect for him. And uh, and why why wouldn't you? I mean, they've come through a, and we'll get onto it in a minute, right? But they've come through a, a hell of a group to get through to this World Cup. I mean, that South American qualifying campaign is brutal. It absolutely is. And the fact they've got through to...
0: We'll talk about Ecuador right now. Yeah, sure. That, that they've got through to the World Cup, edging out the likes of Peru and Colombia, mm. sides that have been at the finals yeah. in recent tournaments. Yeah. Uh, and it, there's only
1: four that have qualified this time around, obviously with Peru being knocked down by the uh, mighty Socceroos. But, yeah. No, it's a, it's a, just a brutal
0: campaign. It is. And Ecuador will be coming into this tournament thinking that they can get out of the grip because uh, they will look at Qatar and see a side that hasn't really done anything on the international stage uh, up until recent seasons. uh, And they will be looking to see if they can get three points from that game. And then it's between, from their point of view, it is a shootout with Senegal to get into second place in the group.
1: Yeah, look, I I think that... Do we agree that Ecuador are the least favoured team in this group? I think so. I think I will agree with you on that. (laughs) Yeah. They are the least fancy. Yeah, okay. So we'll, we'll say that they finish fourth.
0: Okay. I'm not going to dispute you on that, but uh, yeah. I think... Uh, let's say they finish fourth. That probably does a little bit of a
1: disservice to the perspective from yeah. the Ecuador supporters that they yeah. should... they Look, and uh, We don't mean to offend our Ecuadorian no. friends, right? And hopefully <laughs> this podcast gets some Ecuadorian take-up, right? And if, if you're
0: Ecuadorian listen to this podcast, do give us a... Uh, reach out. Reach out. At reach the back out. peg on Instagram.
1: That's right. Yeah, good plug. We forgot to get that in earlier. Uh, weird. We'll, I, uh, we'll, 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 we'll plug it. Again. Yeah, absolutely. We'll <laughs> plug it. We'll plug it away. Yeah, the back peg on Instagram. Uh, looking at their recent form, Ecuador, right? 1-0 against Nigeria in June, just gone. And 1-0 against Cabo Verde in a friendly, which was hastily arranged, which is not great. The rest of the draws. The rest of the draws from December of 2021 right through to the, the recent round. The most recent game was uh, uh, Saudi Arabia in Riyadh, nil all. So it's not, not overly form. inspiring form, is it? But not great form.
0: Perhaps they can uh, get a couple of points from the group, and uh, maybe they can sneak into third place with perhaps. a couple of important draws. Maybe, maybe, maybe. maybe. Uh, look, I look.
1: I think, unfortunately, for Ecuador, and just you know, great, you know, great campaign to get through to the World Cup, but I see that uh, I see that Ecuador will finish fourth. I think Senegal third. Netherlands first and Qatar second, which means Qatar, England, round of sixteen. Wow! Wow, indeed. That, that's a that's a wow. Big match.
0: <laughs> and that, that will wow. have a lot, lot yeah.
1: of fanfare heading into the round of sixteen. Yeah, and uh, and you know, yeah, Netherlands. Whoever wins that group A has got a good chance of getting deep. They, they certainly really do. do.
0: As we were saying just <laughs> yeah. before, it's a a fairly top kind yeah.
1: round of sixteen
0: tie. Yeah,
1: I think the top half of the draw is is the uh, is the softer side compared to the bottom side of, of the draw I think.
0: Yeah, we'll uh, go through each mm, and every group mm. and uh, perhaps at the end of the final group preview we'll do a, a full on knockout tree. Yeah. Yeah, and, no, that'd be good. Uh, we we'll m- might put that one out on the on the socials and that see how it plays out as the tournament progresses. Uh, yeah, just looking at this Ecuador lineup as well. Yep. Some of the players that we've seen uh, uh been trotted out for the national team. Um there's not too many names that uh, we're going to be super familiar yeah. with. There's a couple. Well, there are Valencia, uh, Valen- yeah, Ena, Moises Ena Caicedo, Ena Valencia. Brighton, Estupinar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some uh, players playing in uh, high-level European leagues, but there's a lot of uh, players as well that are uh, lesser known to those uh, yeah. outside
1: of Ecuador. So, yeah, I think Enner Valencia is probably their, their biggest name. Um, who's over at, Who was at Everton and West Ham, but uh, is now applying his trade for Fenerbahce in the Turkish league. Which is still a good level, of course. Yeah, of course. And, uh, there's nothing wrong with no, uh, a
0: Turkish league, and uh, the the important thing at the end of the day is to be playing matches leading into this in season World Cup. Because absolutely, I think if you're if you've got a squad that's full of players who are in and out of the side, perhaps yeah. coming back from injury, you're re- you're really going to be on the back peg coming into this
1: tournament. I think the the two critical players are, S- are Mane for Senegal and Van Dijk. Whoever has the better World Cup, I think their team gets through.
0: Yeah, it's a fair point. Mm. That is a
1: fair point. There's a, there's a lot of
0: good Senegalese players. I, I'm very hot on a lot of the African nations this World Cup because it is uh, entirely different in terms of climate, location. Yep. Yeah. Uh, whenever there's a World Cup in South America, a lot of the European sides do struggle to adapt to the climate, to the temperature, the humidity. I think you're going to see a very similar situation in this World Cup in, in Qatar, mm. where a lot of the African nations are a bit closer yeah. to home. They're a bit more acclimatized. Yeah. It's not too far to travel. I think we are going to see a bit more of a rise of the African
1: countries at uh, this tournament. I think you're right. I think you're right with this one. I think that I don't know if it'll be Senegal though, to be fair. Uh we'd have to when we have a look at the other groups, that'll be the indicator as to where where the African nations or where the African continent's chances lie. I think you're right, there could be a spoiler in the works with regards to an African nation and given the time, time of year and, and the destination as well. Uh, it, it's it's interesting to see how this World Cup plays out. I'm fascinated by this World Cup. I think it's... Forget the location, right, and the controversies around that. That's... Right. All jacks aside, I, I think this World Cup has the potential to be a really, really good one as far as quality is concerned. We saw it in Russia. The quality of football was fantastic because of the climate also. Played a role, right? It doesn't get overly hot in Russia as well during their summer. I think you've got the similar type of temperature, similar type of temperature levels, so a Qatari winter versus a Russian summer. And I think that the climate will um, be conducive to the to the best football possible. I think this is going to be a great World Cup from a technical football perspective. Unfortunately, if you're going to Qatar, I can't recommend any places for you to have a drink because it it doesn't look really good for you from that no. aspect but, and the story as well that
0: if uh, you, know, y- you want to go to Qatar you have to have a ticket to a game you can't just go to soak in the atmosphere like you normally could yeah, uh, in yeah. World Cup's gone by
1: and look I mean uh, you know I think that's due to obviously the the size of the nation itself from you know and, and the uh, mad rush that they've had to try and get the infrastructure finished the hotels and I understand there are cruise lines uh, you know parking in the, uh, in the Arabian Gulf there that you'll be able to have as accommodation but also uh, the, I understand that there are a lot of people that are looking uh, for accommodation in the UAE and going in on the day You know That uh, seems
0: bizarre doesn't it? Yeah, Staying in yeah. another country and then uh, travelling internationally to go to a game and come back again the same yeah, day. Yeah I mean it's very close to the neighbouring countries right so it's not that far but, but it, it just seems bizarre doesn't it? Like if yeah. this World Cup was in England you wouldn't look to book accommodation in France and then fly over for a game come back uh, there'd be a small number of people who would even consider doing that
1: yeah 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 look and the good thing about uh, Dubai and Abu Dhabi if you are you know staying in the UAE during this World Cup is that there are places for someone to wet the palate which is a big thing obviously during these uh, during these events so I don't know how the English supporters are going to go but we'll, I guess we'll get onto that one in the next podcast We certainly will. Uh, Plenty of football to
0: talk about. You're listening to The Backpeg. Yeah,
1: Yeah. Destination
0: Doha. Destination Doha.
1: A Qatar quirky fact. Go on, hit me. Qatar is the second flattest country in the world. Second flattest. Good for football pitches Behind the Netherlands. There you go. So that could actually be (laughs) Netherlands number one. Qatar number two,
0: yeah, amazing. At the end of the group, it might be uh, ranking the countries in terms of how flat they are. That's right, <laughs> and we're
1: not talking about the matches. That's right, that's right, that's right. Uh, yeah, so there you go. So there's uh, yeah, there's a fun fact there, I guess, or a quirky fact about Qatar, and we'll try and present one uh, or get one out every podcast if we can. We love some quirky facts, mm, indeed. So let's go. Let's let's go match by match, right. Qatar, Ecuador, World Cup kicker offer. Yeah, Qatar, Ecuador.
0: I think that's a narrow win for the hosts. Well, I agree with you. So 2-1? Yeah, 2-1. Okay. Maybe a 1-0, but All right. we'll go 2-1. Two, 2-1, one.
1: Two, one. okay.
0: Senegal, Netherlands. This is the money group, mm. the money match of the group. Mm. Uh, I think I have to go with my Dutch, my Dutch heritage. Uh, I'm 50% Dutch, my mother's side. And uh, I have to go with it, despite some of the weaknesses that we mentioned. A daily Blind at left back, I don't think is really going to cut it at international level. No one now than the former Van Dyke. There's some, plenty of question marks about this Dutch side, but uh, and, and of course it is tough opposition in the African Champions.
1: I think they get by just as well. The Dutch. I'm going to go for a one 0 win. Okay, the Dutch two-one. All right. So we, as we're going along, we're saying Qatar's on three, Netherlands on three. Qatar, Senegal. I think
0: this is a win for the Senegalese. I think they get back to winning ways after a first-round disappointment against the Dutch. Sadio Mane is too good. If uh, if it is Edouard Mendy and net, Khalidou Koulibaly in defence, there's a fantastic side there. I think those three players uh, will be better than anyone from the Qataris. And I think they their quality
1: will shine through and win in a 3-1 result. Okay. I think Qatar get a draw out of this one. I think a targeted draw. I think that uh, I think it'll be a score draw. It'll either be one all or two all, but I think that that's uh, where they pick up a point. And that'll so by your reckoning, you have Oh sorry, we haven't we have to cover off the Dutch versus Ecuador. Surely a win for the Dutch. Sure yeah, I agree. Three I nil. agree. Yeah, three 3-0. Three that's oh, I agree with you there. So as it stands with your group, you would have Dutch on 6, and Qatar and Senegal on 3 each, with a game to go. And I would have Netherlands on 6, Qatar on 4, Senegal on 1, with Ecuador on 0.
0: Yeah, so I, okay, I, I, neither it was one. a really rating Ecuador that no. highly. No points after no. two games both yeah. of us.
1: Yeah, okay. So then we go, all right, last round, Qatar-Netherlands.
0: And ecuador senegal well the dutch only need one point from this game to guarantee top spot louis van gaal at the helm he's a manager with a lot of naus about him i don't think he'd set the team out to take a point but if we're getting to the 75th 80th minute and it's nil nil one one i think he may sort of drop back a little bit to secure top spot of the group i can see this one going down as a nil all draw a one all draw uh But, yeah, I might go down for a one-all draw in this game. And Qatar, uh, that would bump them up to four points Mm. for
1: me. I agree with you there, though. I think it will be a draw. I think this last game will be a draw, Netherlands-Qatar. Don't ask me the score. It could be a nil-all, it could be a one-all. Either way, I think it'll be a draw. And that way, that's how I see uh, Qatar going through in second and Netherlands going through in first, which would render Senegal-Ecuador, unfortunately, even though they'll be kicking off at the same time, uh, the inconsequential, and I, you know, I for what it's worth, I see Senegal beating Ecuador, and so do
0: I. I think Senegal will round out winners in that one. So I've got Senegal going through in second place, then on six points, mm. Dutch on seven, Qatar on four,
1: yeah. and Ecuador on zero. Whilst I'll have the Netherlands on seven, Qatar on five, with Senegal on four and Ecuador on zero. So that's one thing we agree on, Ecuador on zero. Mm. So apologies again to Ecuadorian friends. We don't mean any offence. So there you have it. And uh, very harsh on Senegal, going home with four points. That's the way it works sometimes. Yeah, look, you know, I I, I think that's how it's going to play out, unfortunately, for, for them. I think only because the Qataris are hosts. There would be, you know, there's no other, you know, reckoning for it. I think the home crowd will... Do enough to uh, get them by. We've hit the back peg. We've hit the back peg. We've hit the back peg. (laughs) Next time we'll try and get inside the back peg. No. Uh, We've hit the back peg. I think that that wraps up our Destination Doha episode one. Been a lot of fun. Yeah, it has been a bit of fun. Uh, Looking forward to, spoiler alert, for Destination Doha two, which will be group B, which will have, we'll go through the fortunes of England, Iran. USA and Wales. That's a spicy group. Very geopolitical, that group. Wow. Wow. What a group that is. Looking very much forward yeah. to it. A... Check us out on social media, on our Instagram page, The Back Peg, all one word. And uh, we'll uh, perhaps read out a few messages if we do get them in the yeah, next send couple them of episodes. Through. Send yeah, them, send them, send them, through. them through. through.
0: Send them through. A bit of mail. Any Ecuadorians out there, send us your hate messages. <laughs> 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 we don't know what we're talking about we, yet. We, we
1: love you guys. It's all good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I've been Nathan Gould. I'm Lazarus Kramos. And this is The Back peg. We'll see you soon.